Hey, thank you so much for coming and joining me today. I'm gonna to be talking to you and giving you some ideas on how you can engage your students in your class and really right from the beginning of your lesson. So I'm gonna give you probably about five strategies in this episode and I hope you find them helpful. Essentially what I'm gonna be talking to you about is this idea of making your classroom and your lesson different and to stand out from the other classes and lessons that your students have. So whether it be primary school or high school, you'll notice that lessons can get quite repetitive. If you were in high school and you went and walked around into other teachers' left classes, you'll find that a lot of the lessons are very similar. A lot of them are you know, teacher-focused, presenting at the front. Maybe there's students sitting in chairs in rows or something similar to that. Maybe they're in chairs in groups and the teacher's gonna present through a PowerPoint and discuss stuff or something like that with the students. And the students get kind of the same thing over and over again. And it could be the same in your primary school, you might have similar math lessons and all the time and similar science lessons all the time and similar English lessons all the time. And you really are the person who drives that change. You can make that different for your students. Because for your students, every time they go into a lesson that is similar or the same, it's kind of like they're driving down a highway and they see a brown cow going past out the window. and no one gets excited about a brown cow. They see lots of brown cows. But if you see a purple cow, that stands out and kids will start to talk to each other about the purple cow because it was different. It was unique. It's not normal. And so I want to talk to you about how to make sure that your lessons are not boring in this sense, but they're different. And that's how you get kids engaged and hooked in right from the beginning. And so you can do this in lots of ways. I mean, if you wanna go really extravagant, you can create a whole new world in your classroom. You can spend lots of hours building paper mache things in your classroom. I remember in my year five classes when I was in there, my teacher had put these columns that were went from the floor to the roof and they were trees that had branches coming out of them. And there was a tunnel that you had to go through to come into the classroom. She was an amazing teacher, I remember that. It's been many years, right? It's been probably about 30 years since I was in year five and I still remember some of those lessons. I still remember some of the stuff that she did with us and that is how things stand out. That's how you start to get kids excited about the learning and engaged in what they're doing. So you could go full on extravagant. You could fully decorate and deck out your whole classroom. You know, I've heard of teachers who have completely blacked out their room and made it super dark so that they go through and maybe they were learning about the dark ages and stuff like that. Other times I've seen, you know, history days where people have put castles and built castles in their rooms and all that kind of stuff. And you don't have to do that alone, right? You can get the students to do that too, but it's a way to really get things going that's different. You really set things up. And when kids come into your classroom, like, yeah, that's right. You know, this is the dark classroom. This is when we do this. This is when we do that. You know, this teacher comes up with great ideas. And that's you. The other thing you could do, which is less than decorating your whole classroom, right, is you could just get dressed up. You could decide that you're gonna be a character out of the book if you're doing English, right? If they're studying a novel or something, you can dress up as a character. If you're doing history, dress up as a person from history. If you're doing you know, PE or PDHP, you could dress up as a personal trainer, get your whistle, your hat, right, and actually get things happening like that. Or if you're looking at health, you could come in with a lab coat on, all kinds of stuff. They just make things different, right? The kids come and go, why are you dressed up? Why are you wearing a wig, right? And you just go into character and you can start to get things happening in your classroom and make it different and unique for them. And they will just be engaged because it's different. You know, our whole brain is wired in a way where if things are the same, 
right? We have a reticular activating system that just filters it out. It doesn't even get to the brain. It's just like, no, that's always the same. That's always been like that. That's always been like that. And it's built that way so that when something's different, something might be dangerous and so we notice it. And so when that comes to learning, if you can make your classroom different, if you can begin your lesson with something different, then that will get your students to notice it and that helps to get them engaged in what's happening in your classroom. A few other ways that you can get kids engaged from the beginning, you can start with a problem. Actually give the kids you know, some kind of problem to solve that could be you know, related really clearly to what you're doing, partly related to what you're doing, or just something that's unique and fun to do with your students. Give them a problem and go, I don't know the solution. See what you guys can come up with, right? Get them making little models if you want to try and fix the problem that you've provided them. So maybe it's, there's lots of plastic in the ocean. How can we solve that? There's lots of light pollution at nighttime around cities. What things can we do to fix that? Right? And have them actually start to brainstorm and come up with their own ideas before they look at the internet for some other ideas. Another way I like to get my students super engaged at the beginning is to use music. I love music myself. I remember once having my year 11 class walk into my classroom. They were bored. They were hanging their heads. They're like, oh yeah, I'm just walking in. They just had lunchtime and they were exhausted. It was the end of the day. And I made them all stand up. I put on some music and I said, you at least have to yeah, do your steps side to side to the beat to whatever song it was that I picked. And I had a kid who actually stepped out and did a full-on dance moves in the middle of the classroom. But the kids got up and they moved and that actually got them excited again, got them happy. And then suddenly the learning was a lot easier in my class, in that lesson. And you can set this up as a thing you do all the time. As your students walk into your lesson, you could put on music that gets them ready for that lesson. And if you use the same music over and over again, it's actually going to train the students to when they hear that music to get ready for what they're about to do. And they'll you know, switch into history mode or switch into English mode. And you can get that music related to the topic you're doing for that whole term, right? And so I could have some medieval type music going on in the background as my students kind of march in to the beat, right? And we're learning about medieval history or they can come into some other type of, maybe you think of Shakespearean type music and the students come into that and it's just getting them into that groove or maybe I'm going to start with some hip hop music as they walk in or any kind of music. You could use Eye of the Tiger if you like or you could go all the way back to like Chopin and use some kind of classical music to help calm them down as they come in depending on where they're transitioning from and what kind of class you have, what lesson you've got prepped for them. But you can have that to set the tone. You can have that for their entrance, for when they leave your classroom. You can use it for transitions between activities. You know, when this activity ends, the music goes on, the students know, okay, that's, we need to finish up this activity and get ready for the next one before the music stops. And so you are just setting things up to be different and to stand out for your students so that they got, are getting engaged and excited about your lessons. Another one, just start with something that is fun and exciting. This can be absolutely anything, right? You could bring a whole bunch of balloons. I, I like bringing long balloons, you know, you can make dogs and stuff out of, and some other round balloons and have the students make things. Or I might bring a bunch of craft supplies in. I like to bring um, like styrofoam balls or pipe cleaners and stuff. And I give the students a challenge. Maybe they have to build something. It could be a, something that's 
chemical or molecular, you know, that might create ATP for, um, I do a thing about energy systems, or they could have to create a carbohydrate, or they could have to create a particular molecule. You've got to have something in the middle and a bunch of rings going around the outside for, you know, you've got your protons and your neutrons, and then you've got your electrons spinning around, and they've got to kind of build something like that that goes along with your lesson. And you could use all this stuff, just craft supplies, to allow your students to have fun, to come in and straight away be doing something with their hands. And you, for bon- like bonus points here, you can create activities here that are going to allow your students who normally struggle to be the ones who are more likely to succeed in this task. And then suddenly they get, oh yeah, this is cool. I can, I'm, I'm winning, I'm doing this better, or I'm helping other people, I'm leading in this sense. And so they start to get that new sense of leadership or that new sense of drive and engagement and motivation. Right? That's the word I'm trying to think of. <laughs> for their learning here. And that's just because you've started the lesson off by giving them something fun and something that's exciting to do. You can also start your lesson completely different. You can just make up a bunch of weird rules for your students. They could come in and you go, all right, today, the whole lesson, you've got to walk around with your finger on your nose and that's how you're gonna do the whole lesson, with one hand on your nose and you're doing your lesson and everything you're gonna do and you didn't come up with random punishments for when the kid takes their hand off their nose and you can allocate other kids. Oh, you're going to try and spot the students who take their finger off their nose. And that's just making things a little bit fun. And you can just come up with something fun for their like punishment, right? All right, guys, your finger came off. Right, you're going to come out the front, do a bunch of star jumps or something silly, or you've got to make a funny sound and then put your finger back on your nose. Okay, anything to get them excited and just allow learning to be fun, right? Don't crush them when they come up with some cool idea of, can we do this today? Or, you know, I've done lessons where I've made kids walk around the room while they're reading. And while they're reading, they've got to make sure they don't crash into each other. I've had other lessons where I've had students pretend to be cars, right? We were learning about driving and how long it takes to stop and the speed of things. And so, all right, we're going to go around in a basic circle around the classroom at a kind of a basic pace that they're going around. And that was easy, right? And then I went, okay, now we're going to speed it up and then start and stop. And you have kids start to crash into each other because they're too close. And then I would have students have multiple lanes. So one lane going one way, one lane going the other way. And so the students were doing laps in different directions and they could go faster or slower and then they could crash into each other sometimes. And I would allow them to overtake. And so when they went to overtake, if they they crash into... So they saw that speed and all that kind of stuff impacted even when you're walking around a classroom how easy it is to crash into people and whether or not you should overtake. All this stuff, just because I made I came up with something fun that also demonstrated what they were learning. And you can come up with random rules to help do that. You can decide, all right, today class, we're not gonna stick our hand up when we wanna talk. I want you to sit down or I want you to make a farting noise or I want you to stand up and spin around in a circle. Anything, to just make it different so that your students remember. And it just stimulates that brain. It kicks it back into gear out of the kind of boring routine that school can get into. And if you're not in a school where it gets boring into routine, that's fantastic, okay, I love that. But most schools, most students find schools very repetitious. And if you can be the thing that really steps out of that, that gives them something unique, something new, then you will be what your students remember. Well, that is it for this little episode. I was giving you a whole bunch of ideas to help you to engage the students at the beginning. So remember, you can decorate stuff, you can dress up, you can start with problems, you can 
get music to engage your students. You can just start with something fun, a challenge of some kind, or just come up with something random to get your students to do something different that just switches that bit of their brain back on and goes, oh, we're doing something, this is weird, all right. And then they start to pay attention to what's happening in that room, which means they are more engaged and more inclined to do what you're doing. Now guys, if you have not gone and gotten a copy of my book, Work Less, Teach More, How to Be an Effective Teacher and Live a Life You Love, please make sure you do that. I just asked you to cover postage and handling. The book is aimed to help you to decrease your workload. Now this is term four where I am, we're coming up to Christmas, so if you want, buy some copies for other teachers as uh, Christmas gifts for them as they get ready and so you can set them up for next year to reduce their workload. Uh, it's a great gift to give. Otherwise, get it for yourself to help you to reduce your workload but still be effective in your classroom. Well, this episode was meant to be a bit of fun. I hope that you got some cool, just fun ideas. I hope you go and try some of them and I hope that your students suddenly light up in your classroom because of it. Make sure you come back and join me next week and make sure you grab that book. Thanks.